Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is the guilt that working mothers experience when they feel, or we feel, that we are failing our children and or our work. And we're going to explore the root causes of this and how to ease the suffering that we experience. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account, georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? I love the topic we are discussing because it's not something we often talk about. Uh, this was suggested by one of our listeners and it struck a chord with me because I'm also a mother who works a lot and sometimes feels torn between the desire to grow in my career and being of service to other people. And also the need to spend more quality time, more time and more quality time with my children. Our listener mentioned the feeling uh, she has, like she's failing her children, uh, while also having a concrete need to work, not only to pursue her dreams, but also to provide for her family. So it's like complicated. We're going to see what what we can do. But before we continue, I'd like to welcome my co-host to the podcast, who I appreciate tremendously for his support, because he always gives me um, a lot of strength in what I do professionally while while responsibly co-parenting our children. Oh, wow. What an introduction. Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. So um, what an interesting topic. Uh, but first things first, I want to let you know that there is available complementary material in the form of a very detailed article that Georgina has written for Psychology and Mind magazine. It is written in Spanish, so those who can read Spanish, you can go to the article. Uh, so we will leave the link for you to explore the topic from another angle or delve into this a little deeper. While I was listening to you, Georgie, I was thinking that I wanted to start by talking about guilt because it is a very complex mm. emotion, right? Mm. Because when, when we experience it, we feel that we have let ourselves or others down mm. or that we haven't met our own standards. So whether it is morally or socially. So I think it's a good starting point. Absolutely, 100%. Because on the one hand, we have a vision of our family and parenting values and what we've always carried with us about what our role had to be like. And on the other hand, we might feel we cannot be like that or we cannot be 100% faithful to that vision because there is another vision that comes up. And this other vision... The, the professional one, seems incompatible with the former. So here's where the conflict arises, because we don't know how we can let being a mother and being a working woman commune. Yeah, in fact, the idea that women are more responsible than men for childcare is still deeply ingrained in society. Mm -hmm. Clearly, fathers have evolved and we have an active role in co-parenting our children. For me, 
taking them to the doctor, teaching them a subject and so much more gives me a lot of pleasure. Mm. And you know that. Yeah. <laughs> and and I need to do that. Mm. And and I also hear you when you share with me your concerns about the children seeing you uh, are always working or worrying about doing it all on your own. Yay. Um, you know, it makes me suffer, you know, I'm suffering just by listening to you. But it's true, and I believe that mothers, whether we work or not, and I'm stressing this because this is also very important for, it's like embedded in the role of what a mother should be like, right? So whether we work or not, we tend to be like computers, and we keep track of a multitude of tasks beyond just feeding health or academic support, you know, and we can be working hard or, or not, as I said before, but we'll have our children's schedules in mind and we're going to remember their friends' birthdays and the gifts we have to buy and the logistics to go to that birthday and the WhatsApp groups and the school inquiries and the demands from school and, and even like very detailed purchases, like suddenly the school decided that the socks... Oh, children wear should be a different color. So, ah, yeah, 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 Senora, I, I can't breathe. Please call 911. <laughs> so, uh, but, okay, listening to you, Georgie, um, you can divide that, what you said, mm -hmm. in, in two, like internal things, internal aspects, mm -hmm. and external aspects, you know, because social and cultural expectations that mothers should be the primary caregivers for their children. That is mm. something from the exterior. Mm. And on the other hand, there is also some self-imposed pressure to be a super mom or the perfect, in between inverted commas, you know, the, the perfect mother. This is subjective for each individual. Mm. So there's a tremendous demand to successfully balance work and parenting without compromising yeah either right yeah yeah and while i was listening to that i couldn't help but imagine mothers are great jugglers and and what a stress and suffering it is to hold everything together in the air in the air without compromising our balance you know and the pun is intended in this case um that's why it is so normal to have this internal struggle between what we want to achieve as working mothers and what we can realistically do um therefore i think it's important to be able to acknowledge this hmm, and give ourselves a lot of unconditional love and if you want to know more about this we have a podcast about it but it's important to acknowledge this yeah and um you know, another common source of, of guilt is, uh, this is typical, leaving yeah. children at, at daycare or with caregivers mm. while being at work, yeah. uh, or or maybe missing what's perceived as important moments in, in a child's life, like uh, special school activities or, I don't know, attending one of their friend's birthday party, uh, as, as other mothers do for example. Mm, mm. And you see there comparison, how comparison comes into play um, as well, because there's usually a tendency to idealize mm, uh, mothers who spend more time with their children. When you are working, when you're working as much as I do, and, and you are invited to a birthday party with your kid and you cannot go to the party with them, uh, 
and there are so many mothers who can there is this you know comparison and thinking like oh their life is easier or you know uh, I would like to be like them or what might they say about me because I also think there's a certain fear of being judged for choosing to work um, as a result for choosing to spend less time with our children and another thing you mentioned that you know um, made me pause for a second was the word suffering and I have intentionally been using it since you mentioned it, which is very different from pain, right? We sometimes talk about this. Yeah, you know, as they say, pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's normal to feel pain about not being able to do it all. It's normal to feel pain if one of the balls we juggle in the air falls on the floor. Uh, that's mindfulness. To acknowledge what's going on is mindfulness. To observe ourselves and to be able to say, this hurts. I can't be at today's school event and and it's hard. And that is one thing. But the other thing is to stop the beating, you know, beating myself up and whipping myself and blaming myself for feeling like I'm failing because all that will add suffering to my situation. And in turn, that will harm me emotionally and physically so imagine um this is hard but i also imagine and i guess that all the mothers who are listening to us are saying yes yes to all but they are waiting for us to share what we can do what they can do what we can do because I yeah George, that's why we are here you have already mentioned avoiding the suffering of getting caught up in in your own thoughts mm. question is how (laughs) yeah it's a good question um i think the first thing we can do is observe what is going on what is happening to us without judgment and i think that is the first step to stop getting caught up in all the stories we tell ourselves so it's like accepting it surrendering the truth and being self-compassionate and then letting go okay Number two is setting clear priorities because sometimes we don't have those so clear. So it's important to identify our personal, family and professional values, needs and priorities because this will help us align our actions with our true desires and also to respect ourselves without betraying what we really want and what we really need. So once we connect with what we truly want and silence external voices, we're going to manifest the vision of what we can do. Oh, well, yeah. Naturally do, totally. humanly do. Mm-hmm. And and then I think the practice of mindfulness, being present. If you're at work, relax and do what is required or what you can do and what you want to do. And if you're with your children, be fully present with them and don't be lost in guilt, you know. Yeah, easy peasy. (laughs) No, no, that requires practice. Mm -hmm. Easy to say, but it requires Mm -hmm. practice and Mm -hmm. compromise. Um, I can also think of uh, two more things, Georgie. One is to talk. Yeah. To have an open communication because this guilt is like moving uh, below our thoughts. Uh, It is mm, like secretly or moving in silence. So, we have to talk about the elephant 
in the bedroom. You know, talk to your partner, talk to your family, and talk also to your, your employer about your work and your family responsibilities so you can set clear expectations and get support and even build a community that can support you, mm. right? Talk. And the other thing is practicing self-care that is essential to maintain a healthy balance between work and family life. Yeah. Far from being selfish, You know, this is a necessity to be well and more open and present, right? Yeah, and this is a common one because I have heard so many mothers say, I'm not going to take up yoga or I'm not going to get some massage because I've been working all day and I, I need to spend as much, as much time with the children as I can. And of course that is true, but we can always squeeze some time to practice self-care and it is very important. So absolutely Yes, well, and we have the right to be mothers and capital letters and work to unleash our potential and to feel fulfilled in both roles as mothers and, you know, professionals or workers. They are not antagonistic words. And I think this is the beginning also. We are just a woman who has chosen to give her best at home and at work period. And for this, we need to let go also of perfectionist uh, standards and be more human and realistic about what we can do. Yeah. And as we always say, if guilt overwhelms you, invest in yourself and, and seek professional support. In fact, Georgie, you work with several working mothers, right? Yeah. And, and as we talked before, Talk, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to your partner, to your employer. Uh, talk to a professional that can help you. Yeah, be Georgia or someone else. Talk. Right. Mm -hmm. And Luciano, would you like to wrap up the podcast as you always do? Yeah, yeah. I, I hope you you have enjoyed it and that you feel supported with whatever feelings of guilt you may be experiencing, and that you can apply from from our hearts we, we expect that you can apply the tools that we have suggested and remember that you have also the article from psychology and mind it is written in spanish so if you can read in spanish you can delve in the topic a little deeper or from another angle and as usual we invite you to think of one or two mothers in this case who may need to hear this podcast and forward it to them as we always say we appreciate you following us on any of the platforms where you're listening to us and leaving your feedback and evaluation we always read everything so everything. it helps us grow and know that you are there so important thank you Luciano okay so thank, thank you, you everyone being there. yeah big hug and until next podcast yeah big hugs <laughs>